March 12th, 2022. I'm your host, Chris Ruth, here bringing you this week's podcast where we cover basically how we all should be playing Triangle Strategy, I think. Yes, yes. you should. It's yeah, a good game. Right, yeah, right. Joining me, Josh or Kelly. Josh and Kelly. Josh or and or Kelly. <laughs> One or the other. Kelly and or Josh. Tell us what you've been playing. Uh, I annoyed my cat to sleep. Is <gasps> that playing a game? How does that work? Yes. I she was being annoying, so I was like <laughs> she was being annoying. A... So you annoyed her back. It's only yeah. Fair. I I I annoyed her back by rubbing her belly and just kind of you know playing with her with my hands, which Jackson Galaxy says you're not supposed to do. Yeah, no, no. It teaches them but hands or only... toys. <laughs> but it's it's the only way to get her to pretty much calm down enough so that she will like go to sleep. So yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. So she's being cute now, but she was breaking all sorts of Legos. She was, she was throwing your Legos over, it sounded like. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't have them in a glass case yet. Oh, that would involve too much effort. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's Lego. When she breaks it, I could just rebuild it again. It's fine. Rebuild it's indestructible stronger. plastic. Is it, though? Yeah, well, pretty much. Mm. It's pretty hard to break a Lego. Lego, I mean, Lego. unless you've got those those thin pieces. Those thin pieces. Y- you know, I'm, I'm oh, actually yeah. mild. Oh yeah, yeah, those. I- I'm actually mildly annoyed because it was Mario Day this week, uh-huh. and the Lego store was running a promotion where you had to like actually go to the physical store to get a uh, Mario collectible coin for Mario Day. And it's it's annoying because our like where I live, our closest Lego stores are like two hours away. Did you go? No. Oh. Because it was the middle of the week. Darn work. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on, let us have off work so that we can go to the Lego store and get a five dollar value coin. I'm sure oh, work I'm will sure prove it's that. Worth less than that. Oh yeah, I, I'm sure work will prove that time off request. But no, uh, aside from that, yeah, I did play more Triangle Strategy this, this week, and so did Josh. Yes, we, we've been swapping stories all week on which which way we're going with it. Yeah, we had our first path diversions this <gasps> week. Yeah, don't you have to? Is this another play the game three times to get all the story thing? I don't know how many times you'd have to play because all as you get further on, almost every chapter has like some sort of choice that you have to make, mm. and it it changes which. I mean, even to the point of which battles you get. Yeah, because our path diversions this time was someone offers to join you and you could either join with them or refuse. But it's a really scummy guy. So you're kind of like and you're you're in a situation to where you kind of need to be joining people because because you're in war and everybody's kind of against you. Mm -hmm. So it's a really tough decision. Mm hmm. And Josh chose to not join with him because he was scummy, and I chose to join with him because I needed the allies. And that whole situation played out completely different between our two games. 
Well, you were still fighting the same people, but it was like different maps and different setups, right? Yeah, because and and apologies for spoilers. You can skip ahead a couple of uh, like a minute, but in my path, so we just decided to join him, and he had held a banquet for us. But everybody was like, "This guy is really scummy," so we're just not going to drink the wine. So they pretended to get drunk, and then the guy. Uh, went to go ambush you and was surprised that you weren't uh passed out and then the fight starts yeah and in my version of it where i didn't ally with him he just gets pissed off and sends a bunch of mercenaries to attack your castle so it's like a totally you know the maps are totally different doesn't sound mm-hmm. like there's much story implication though in that particular one, no. Some of them have like a fairly decent story implications. Like there's other choices you have to make where it's like, do I sell out my? You know, the bad guys come and are like, hey, we want, we want. If you give us your friend, we'll let you go. And you have to kind of decide, like, okay, do I want to give up my my pal to the bad guys just so he'll they'll leave my people alone, or am I gonna fight fight this out? And if you and, pick the fight it out, it's a really tough fight you get stuck with. Yeah, I, I picked the fight it out. And didn't you have trouble trying to get the result that you wanted? Yes, I did. I had to, like, double back and cheat to because <laughs> I, I didn't want to give up my friend. That's like, no, I'm not going to let him go. <laughs> but I had to kind of go back and cheat because the first time through, like, because uh, every single time you're making one of these decisions, it's not a direct decision. You have to get everyone to vote on which way they want to go. At least every time I've had it so far, every it all starts out with like pretty much like evenly divided, and then like one or two people like neutral in the middle, and you have mm-hmm. to convince them. But it's obviously it, it's dependent both upon like these ex- exploration sections where you can go and get some new information, but it's also dependent upon all these decisions that you're making as you go along as you do those exploration sections there'll always be like a couple of different people with a uh they're indicated above their head like that they're special and you can go talk to them and then there'll be like a at least one sometimes two choices you can make in that dialogue uh tree and depending on the choices you make it kind of determines like which of the three different paths that you're going down and i've forgotten the names for them now because it's been so long since i they they tell you what it is at the beginning of the demo and now i've kind of forgotten what the three different yeah. paths are but it's not it's one of those things like it's not direct just like ooh good and evil it's much more it's much more subtle are you straightforward and honest are you a little bit more you know like realistic and cynical and so like when you actually get further on when you actually have to make the story choices depending on how far down which path you've gone kind of determines how good you are at convincing your other characters to choose which way you want them to go so like i've made most of my decision most of my uh dialogue choices to be kind of like straightforward and honest and earnest and optimistic and so like i got to this last uh decision point where like we had this option of like do we get involved in like this illicit salt trade or do we like turn on this guy and i'm like i'm sitting there looking at salt trade yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Salt's a big thing in this universe, right. apparently. 
you got to go with it. Like, go with it, man. <laughs> so, so you got to make this decision of like, okay, do I do I work with the guy doing the illicit salt trade, or do I try and turn on him? And I'm sitting there like, man, I don't, I, I don't see the benefit of of turning on this guy. I don't think it'll work out well. I just want to, you know, like go ahead and do the dirty deal and move on. And but, you know, like I've made all those earnest, like optimistic, you know, like I'm, a, I'm an earnest forthright character. And so when I tried to manipulate, you know, when I tried to convince everyone to go over to that side, they were just like, nah, nah, this doesn't seem right. We're just going to we're just going to turn the guy in. And I'm just like, oh, well, all right, I guess I'm going this route. <laughs> Even though I found all the little, you know, clues to try and help uh, make the convincing arguments like yeah, it didn't matter. Like maybe there, I think. And it's weird even like looking up some of the guides online because they, you know, even the people who are writing guides for this haven't totally figured out exactly how those sort of things play into it. They're like, you know, like, yeah, you can use this piece of information and try and use this other argument on this character. But depending on exactly where, you know, the other decisions you've made, it may or may not work. And, and the game does nothing to tell you like what your convictions even are. It's just every time you do something that strengthens strengthens your convictions, you get a little notification popped up. Constantly, sometimes has been strengthened. It's sometimes just it, you know, just like <laughs> you don't even do anything. It's just like your strength, you know, your convictions have been strengthened. I'm like, what the hell did I do? Your convictions <laughs> for loitering. I don't know. So I'm going to be real curious what kind of personality test this game is going to end up as at the begin at the end if it tells you like everything that you picked. I'm I'm very curious if once we you finish the game, like you can see in the menu dialogue that it it's keeping track of all the different decisions you make and it's showing like okay, it branches here in chapter seven, it branches in chapter eight. Like am I actually once I actually finish the, it doesn't show. Um, I remember uh, Tactics Ogre had that, the remake of it, where it had the entire tree showing you all the different decision points. And like mm-hmm. later on, I think, was it after you beat the game or did it even let you do that in the middle where you could jump back and like replay those different decision points so you could try out the different branching paths? So I'm wondering if this game's going to do the same thing once you finish the game. Yeah, and, and Ogre it was after. Yeah, I thought that was. That was like a really cool way to deal with all the different branching paths. So I'm hoping this one has something similar to it. Oh, I'm hoping this one has something similar too, because if at but least if the, all your it, choices leading up to it and your convictions matter, even putting you right in front of a branch point won't help because it might just bounce you out of it like it did to Josh. True enough. <laughs> you know, I, I honestly don't know. I just, um, you know, if the game isn't telling you your convictions, it'll be kind of hard to manipulate them mm-hmm. in any real way and at least in tactics ogre the decisions were very binary mm-hmm. um yeah well this the obviously isn't the, the case here because you got three-way decisions usually right yeah that's true so it, it, it's interesting and then the gameplay is just so it's such good tactical gameplay i think the 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 highlight so far, probably, I think, Kelly, you've also done this fight, the Chapter 7 fight where you're having to fight at the castle mm-hmm. and have all the traps and, like, oh, such a good fight. Yeah, I, I didn't manage, or I only sprung one of the traps 
because I was trying to get the so I, I was trying to use the shield guy to smack the really tough lady into the trap so that I could spring it. Mm-hmm. But she kept attacking my people in such a way that I couldn't get the shield guy in there to do the uh, shield smack to make her go back to five paces. Okay, so did you actually kill her normally, or did you finally get her into a trap? No, I actually just killed her normally. Oh, wow. See, like, on normal difficulty, I was doing almost no damage to her, so I just kind of had to, like, slowly do this fighting retreat and finally kind of lure her into one of the traps so I could barbecue her. Yeah, no, I I eventually cherry-tapped her down. It it was a pretty difficult fight, and I had to do a lot of healing, but I, I managed to do it. Um. And yeah, I can only imagine that being really, her being very difficult on uh, normal because she hit like a truck even on easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like it was very much obviously the idea is like, you know, like if you're wanting to take her out, you've got to lure her into it. It's this big map outside your castle. And then you have these these traps are set up around the town and you have this option to kind of like set off these traps where it will just flood these certain areas with oil and then set it on fire and then it'll just kill whoever's left in the inside there. Mm-hmm. So it's all about, so this whole map is just about luring the enemies into these traps and then setting them off, which and I assume it kills your own people. I was, I was always really careful not to leave any of my people inside the trap when it, no, I trapped. didn't want to leave anybody. And cause you know, the, the game makes you feel really bad for doing this because it's basically burning people's homes. Oh yeah. And like you keep co- you keep seeing this map over and over again. And the, the, the houses I burnt down, they're still burnt down. <laughs> There's like a little kid sitting outside like, my house is gone. They gave me some food, but my house is gone. I'm like, oh. Well, uh, you know, showing where my priorities were, I made a point to make damn sure that one of the houses you set on fire wasn't one of the ones that had the cat in it. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly ain't going to light cats on fire. No. No. I mean, I would have hoped that if they would have done that, they would have evacuated the cat, but it was still kind of iffy. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I want to do that fight again without setting any houses on fire, just to see if the uh, dialogue changes when you get done. Yeah. Because uh, the, the bad guy even says, well, you're pretty brutal for setting these people's houses on fire. Like, yeah, I was not expecting you to actually go to those sorts of links to beat me. Yeah. But but the, but the game is, you know, the the game makes the point of saying that the the noble will compensate any houses that get burnt. So, you know, the people consented to it. Yeah. Well, they didn't but have they, a choice. <laughs> they didn't have a choice. The Lord decided. They, they still can make make you feel pretty shitty for doing it. Though. Of course. Of course. You're supposed uh, to. So, yeah, I, I am I'm digging this game so far. You said that you haven't had to do or you haven't done a lot of the character side stories yet. I, I've done I've done all the ones it's offered to me. Once again, I'm not 100 percent certain how it decides to dole out the character side stories. I'm assuming once again, that is related to the 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 dialogue decisions you're making. Because yeah, I know it, that I I mean, it tells you it's told you in all the press materials like that's going to affect what characters join your party so i'm assuming that's also affecting like which of the side the side stuff that you're getting and then probably also like the number of times you uh 
put them out in the into the field. Yeah, and and it's weird because I did a mock battle and came back to the map and there was a whole bunch of side stories unlocked with the various characters. So I, I went and watched them all because that's where you that's where you get your development for the, the um, side characters. Mm-hmm. And one of the side stories that I got was um, and I'm so, I'm sorry I don't remember any characters' names in this game because there's so many to keep track of, but the shield guy and the ice mage. I, I got a side story where they both went and started drinking because the ice mage is, is a scholar and he's kind of, uh, I don't know, very prim and proper. So the shield guy, who's kind of a rough and tumble guy, went and got him drunk and the uh, ice mage got pretty much shit faced <laughs> and the dialogue was just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I just got the uh, the one that's the backstory on Anna, the spy. Oh, yeah. My wife is not a spy. (laughs) That you know of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she wouldn't tell you, would she? No. There you go. Secret maple syrup agent for the Canadian Empire. Everything about this game is just so... I I love that. I love all the... They make all the characters unique because every single character has their own unique ability in addition to, like, whatever their class is. So, like, I'm just now, like, trying to figure out, like, how to best use all your different characters. Like, Anna the Spy, she has the abilities. She has the ability to go twice. You know, she has two different actions every single time. And then she also has this ability to, like, hide. So, so long as she's not directly in front of an enemy, you can just use this stealth ability. And, you know, so you can run around, attack someone, and then just hide. None of the enemies will see her. I know some of the characters I saw one of the characters had ability to like stick up ladders so you can actually, you know, create new pathways. Mm -hmm. He has traps, too. Oh, traps, too. Cool. Yeah, Um, because he has one. He has a spring trap that'll launch people into other people. And I and I learned that if you launch, if you like smack somebody that makes them go a couple of spaces, if they hit something else, they'll do damage to that, too. Mm hmm. Um, so collision you probably, damage, yeah, yeah. So you could probably have a lot of fun using the shield guy to smack people around and set up chain reactions. There, there's a lot of depth to the to the to the gameplay in this. It's really it, it's fantastic. I'm just blown yeah. away by it. I I haven't been able to get enough of this game. My 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 only complaint is that boy i have to set aside a lot of time to play it because some there's some nights that i get and maybe do like one mock battle and then the rest of it is cutscenes. yeah there if there's any complaint like if if you're someone who does not like tons and tons of dialogue you're you may be fast forwarding through quite a bit but then once yeah. again like it's hard it's hard you know like you, the whole direction is going to be determined by those dialogue choices so you kind of have to pay attention to them mm-hmm. and, and it, it's all kind of political stuff in the dialogue which if that's not your thing you're probably better off with the disgaea <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth <laughs> um because that's part of the reason why I liked this guy back in the day was because, you know, back then, political or all strategy RPGs were political. So having a comedy one was kind of a, a fresh take. And now it's kind of swung, but the pendulum has swung back where we need um, political ones again because there's so many comedy ones now. 
Yeah, everything is the the you know the strategy RPG slash visual novel goofy hybrid. Yeah, yeah, but um, I mean, it, for for a, for a deeply political strategy RPG, the story has been really good. So yeah, a question about triangle strategy for another week. It's going to be like this for a while until one of us finishes it. <laughs> Got a little bit further to go. I think it, it's supposed to be around twenty chapters, so. I'm on chapter 10 now, so I'm roughly halfway through. Yeah, I think I stopped on chapter 8. Yeah. Um, I didn't I didn't get a chance to play any of it uh, Thursday night because, you know, that's when I watch Critical Role and I needed to pay. I need to be able to pay attention. And then last night I booted up the uh, the Stranger of Paradise demo. So how is that? I am surprised with how much fun I'm, I was having with that game. <laughs> um, I mean, the, the dialogue is so corny that it joke about popcorn. I, I don't know how to transition that joke, but yeah, the, the dialogue is just eye-rollingly corny. Like, I, I am incredibly amused that the Frank Sinatra song is in the opening cutscene. I, I was absolutely stunned when you told me that. <laughs> Like really, they they paid for that. Wow. So this means that Sinatra is canon in the Final Fantasy universe. <laughs> no, because he's listening to it on his iPhone. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, I you know having played the original Final Fantasy so many times, I am just curious where they're gonna go with a lot of the story. Um. Because you know, you go to Provoka and fight fight the pirate, just like in the game. Bicky or, or whatever. In the original game. Say what? Bicky, Bicky's pirates. Yeah. Um. So you go do that, and then th- there's something in there about a dark elf. I don't remember the dark elf in the first game. I remember the dark elf in four. But yeah, you go visit him. So th- this demo has like the first three bench missions. And I'm actually kind of surprised at how in-depth those first three missions were, because in the third mission, I got kind of lost going around the area because you're outside these castles and there's a ballista constantly firing at you. So you've got to, you know, make your way to the ballista to take it out before you can go into the castle. And that area had a lot of branching paths that I, I was kind of surprised. And it really encourages exploration because, you know, you open treasure, treasure chests to get gear so that you can get a little bit stronger. And um, you've got different job classes that you can equip, like, at any time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't know this, but um, once you get through the job tree, you can un- unlock advanced classes. So right now, I, I was playing just like a regular mage type so that I could, you know, mix up melee and magic and then managed to unlock black mage, which just opens up your spell pool to ridiculous amounts of spells, including uh, flare. So I, I'm just running around bur- burning up stuff left and right. You already have flare. Yeah. So early. Yeah. And there's like several different jobs you can, you can pick from to, to suit your play style. Like, I, I enjoyed Mage a lot so that I could pick stuff off from a distance, but I was also enjoying the Twin Blade class, which is, you know, kind of, you know, like Monster Hunters, speedy, quick uh, dagger swipes. Because um, I really wasn't liking how clunky the sword combat was. 
Um, I, I was also playing around a lot with the samurai cl uh, class because um, that's what I was using. Or that's the class that I used to take down the pirate. And and it's just you, you got so many combat options, and it's just, it's just fun. And I'm playing the game on casual, uh, story mode, and casual, so I can just r rip through stuff and have a blast, uh, smacking things around. Fair enough. And that, that's what I've been enjoying about the game so far is just run, running through it, um, beating up goblins and getting getting all sorts of loot. And I, I was surprised at how much fun I was having. Like when the demo ended, I, I was like, I wanted more. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you, you can still linger around in the demo and go redo uh, missions and stuff to go level up. Um because I don't think there's a level cap in this demo. But and then all the, of this carries over to the final game, right? Yeah. It said that some progress carries over, which I do not know what that means. I'm hoping that it's just like my levels and loot. Okay. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> I was very confused now. Yeah. I I don't know. We we shall see. Um, they like cap you from like grinding for gold or something, maybe? It might be. Um, it's also very weird seeing these modern interpretations of the towns like Corneria and Provoca, um, and, and yeah, the characters being the warriors of light and confused that their light crystals are dark crystals for some weird reason. Uh, and yeah, the, the dialogue is just super corny. I, I rollingly so, but... Well, we knew that mm -hmm. from the very from the get go. Yeah, no, I mean, I I, I wasn't expecting much out of the dialogue, but it, it's still kind of hilarious to listen to, um, especially when Jack is talking to the dark elf and he, he says something like, "I live for the danger" or something, <laughs> like, something like that. Uh, well, we know he hates chaos. Yeah. That's Jack's one character trait. He hates chaos. But um, I, I am genuinely surprised at how much I'm enjoying. I was enjoying what I was playing thus far. We'll see if that lasts. <laughs> the only thing is that I don't know if the game was giving me motion sickness or not last night. Really? I thought it's third person, right? Yeah. I but don't still, know. Still, still something with the camera. The way the camera yeah. was going was gonna I, like. I turned off the motion blur to see if that helped, but I also don't know if it's just because I was kind of overheated a little bit because, you know, I had a cat on me and sometimes I do get nauseous when I get too warm. So um, I'll, I'll have to play it tonight and see. Because I've, I've, I've been dealing with sinus headaches all week. or That's just one thing I get that makes me nauseous. Yeah, it's, um, it's that time of year, the, the transition yeah. from winter to spring. Yeah, yeah, because it was cold all week and we had snow on Thursday where I live. So um, I, I wish the weather would make up its stupid mind. Pick a temperature, either cold or hot. I don't care, but pick one because when it when it fluctuates, that's when I get headaches and that's when I'm miserable. Mm -hmm. so, I'm, I'm there with you. I'm so, always yeah. miserable. That's my secret. <laughs> um, 
and it just more I've been playing more Pictologic of Final Fantasy, which I've just transitioned to doing puzzles and not the character recruiting missions because these missions have gotten ungodly hard. And there is no strategy guides written for this game in, in English. Well, yeah, it's Jap- Japanese only, right? So. <laughs> So trying to figure out some of these fights on my own has been kind of a chore. And even the, I go to their subreddit and they're just like, get good. Okay. <laughs> hey, I can show you some other reddits where they that's what they tell you. Yeah, but but this is a Final Fantasy Picross game. Get good. I don't need to get good. I just good. need to manipulate numbers. No, get good. Yeah. So that that's all I've played this week. Chris, you've been getting good at Elden Ring? Yeah, I've been getting good. I uh, I have basically devoted my life to YouTube over the past two weeks to get as good as I can at this game by way of every single exploit, um, guide to more rooms every day. By the way, every day, every day, there is a new best rune farm in Elden Ring. Sometimes two or three times a day, there is a new best rune farm in Elden Ring. Um, actually, I think it's actually stopped. I think we finally found the best rune farm for now. Um, for now. Uh, we'll see if it goes any higher. But uh, yeah, I've been watching videos and trying to get good by any way that I can. Uh, I am shameless about it. I am weak. I'm not good at these games. I don't have the patience for the combat system to do it correctly. Whatever that means. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that part of the deal with the Souls game is that, that, you know, like figuring out a way to like cheaply kill a boss is part of the deal. You know, if you can um, get them to run off a cliff, well, like that's cool. What if, what if, supposed to be able what to. if you jumped on a gravestone and then on top of a pillar and then on top of a ledge and went through a window avoiding the trigger point that turns the boss on? So instead yeah. he just stands there and lets you beat him to death without any sort of animations or attacks whatsoever. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I, I mean, yes. I thought it was pretty awesome and I didn't mind doing it, but I'm, I have a feeling that is not an intended way to tackle the game. <laughs> you never know. That might be a legit speed run strategy. Uh, it could be, um, probably has been in the past, but, uh, th- there would be no reason to go for this boss in a speed run. <laughs> Unless you, the speed run just needed a quick, few hundred thousand runes or something but i don't think so yeah i uh i'm doing good now i i'm beating bosses i'm actually cleaning up all the early game areas before the first major elevator that you have to get the two halves of the token to go up um and actually in the course of doing that i found a way to circumvent the elevator entirely that i didn't know about but whatever i'm cleaning up all my quests i'm i'm trying to empty the bottom half of the map so I can progress to the top half of the map. And um, I'm at 80 hours and I think I'm halfway through. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> yeah. There's some nights that I sit down like, do I want to play this anymore? Maybe it's time to be done. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, but I'm so strong. Let's go kill some things. So I don't know. I We'll see where that goes. I may peter out on this just because, the way I play this game, I've gotten my enjoyment out of it, and I'm okay acknowledging that the true Dark Souls experience is for people who aren't me, and I've had my cheesy Dark Souls experience, and, you know, I'm good. 
I don't know. Who cares? You got 80 hours of entertainment out of it. Yeah, the problem is there's a really good sword I'm about to be able to get that I want to go get and see what it's like to fight with that sword. And I think <laughs> once I have that, I might be able to just like wreck the rest of the game. Um, So that could be fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've unlocked two special endings. Yeah. Almost three. Um... So making lots of progress on that part, not that it matters, because at the end you just get a, a dialogue choice. So which of these endings that you are eligible for do you want to do? Um, unless you unlock one certain ending, then it takes over your choices, but whatever. Um, and I'm completely spoiled on the end of the game. So <laughs> so, so you don't really need to play through. Exactly. I, I'm 100% spoiled on this game. That's what happens when you start researching it so heavily to cheese it. You start... You watch video, I'm like, oh, what's that? I want to see that. I want to see it. Oh, no, I'm ruining it for myself. Oh, but it's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's cool in this game. So, um, yeah, if you're into this, like, don't sleep on it. Not that anybody is. It seems like it's doing gangbusters, right? So, It's selling Call of Duty numbers. So, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's, uh, and it, I think it deserves it. I've been seeing some, we're starting to get that backlash of people are like, this is actually a bad it's time. The whole game is done. It's, it's been, a b- <laughs> it was always bad. Sonic was always bad. And it's like, okay. Um, I get the point you're trying to make the way you're phrasing it. I think it comes off a little bit of sour grapes <laughs> or something. Like, I don't think it's really as bad as the argument you're making should. I don't know. The contrarian opinion for contrarian's sake. I don't actually think it's for contrarian's sake. I think they're genuinely frustrated with the game design and they don't like these sorts of games and they want to see them improve or be different. But also, it's okay that it's not for you. Yeah, But that doesn't mean it's a bad game because, you know, the people who are playing it decide if they think it's a good game or not. You can't just... uh, uh, It's so weird with things like this. Because the contrarian opinions for Arceus have kind of started to come out of the woodwork now that they the were hype out, they, they were they were there before the woodwork. It was a Pokemon game. People were going to hate it before it came out. So, I, yeah, th- this is but this is um th- this is people that have like decided that they were going to hate it before they well, even. Tried you know what it is, it. Kelly. You know what it is. They're hmm. scared that um Sapphire and Violet. What what what, what what's the new one called? Scarlet and Violet. Scarlet, Scarlet and Violet. They're worried that that game's going to be like Arceus, and they don't want it to be. Before it was, they were okay letting people like Arceus because it wasn't hurting their precious Pokemon. But now that it sounds like, um, uh, uh, um, Saffron and Viola is going to be influenced by it, then now they're worried. No, that's my theory. Bad theory. I, I don't know. No, I mean it's it's a good theory. I just, uh, I'm just amused that that people that are just trying to hate on Arceus for the sake of hating it, when every Pokemon game fan that I've talked to has just had nothing but praise to sing for the game, even despite its uh, crap graphics. I don't know. There's uh, a there. There are plenty of YouTube channels I could point you to where they're not happy with it, and they are so-called Pokemon fans. But also they're in that camp where I think there hasn't been a good Pokemon since black and white or something, you know? So Yeah. That that's a that's a camp in Pokemon, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, so, I guess um, at the end yeah. of the day, pe- like video game fans are picky. 
is what oh. we're trying to say here. They don't know what they like. So uh, in case anyone's wondering and they want to cheese things for themselves, the uh, I'm doing, because I chose to go down a faith build, my options were rather limited. So the thing that brought everything together to get me progressing was the Sword of Night and Flame. So if you are like me and are stuck down that route and you don't necessarily want to respec, uh, look up how to get the Sword of Night and Flame. Go sit there and wait until you get enough multiplayer people to help carry you through the fight to get the sword. And then all of a sudden you will have many more options at your disposal for killing things than you used to. Uh, and if you don't want to do that or you feel it's too cheesy, don't get it. <laughs> the nice thing about this game, you just skip stuff. Don't go that way. <laughs> oh. I When this game goes on sale, I might grab don't, it. Don't, Kelly, it's going to... You, I, there is no thing in my... I can't fathom that you would enjoy any part of this from anything you've told me about any of your gameplay experiences and anything ever. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, it, I, I'm always open to new experiences is the thing. Well, what if that experience is hitting yourself with a two-by-four repeatedly for an hour and a half? That That sounds like that would hurt. Yeah. <laughs> the real Dark Souls starts here. Right, that's all i got for you all right let's uh what's our question of the week from last week <laughs> our question of the week was i accidentally closed okay there's a spreadsheet um which what's your pokemon starter for gen 3 oh yeah i'm I'm going for ducks or quaxley i keep calling it um, <laughs> from shaman i am also team grass cat though i did love the fan art of the quaxley as the mad duck from earthbound and all honesty i'll probably end up with all three on my first full run anyway yeah because it's so easy to get the other starters down via trading um i i don't know if you guys did the thing that i did back in the day where you would buy both versions and then play one start over one version over and over again and just trade the starter to yourself because you know if you're like me and kind of didn't have any friends to play with no, no i was only that I pathetic I, yeah i didn't do that sorry okay i was that pathetic um from strawberry eggs for eight prior generations i've picked the fire starter unless i really 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 don't like its final evolution i'm picking fue coco i find the little croc cute and goofy i'm wondering if fue coco's final evolution could be a serpentine looking crocodilian thus fulfilling the snake in the zodiac or maybe game three freaked decided to throw a wrench in the theory we'll find out eventually Cassandra, I'm surprised you're not picking the grass cat, but I get it. The grass cat just seems so your flavor. Um, and then from Kroll, I'm going with Bub, or is it Bob? When I first saw the starters, the grass cat was the, was the obvious winner, but someone pointed out the resemblance to Bubble Bobble, and I've been sold on Fue Coco ever since. But final evolutions will also be the key, and Dewey will presumably progress into Donald and then end up as Scrooge McDuck. That would be awesome. <laughs> it, it was pointed out to me via the podcast um, video game Apocalypse, which I listen to every week, that uh, Quaxley looks like he's wearing a uh, wife beater and has a pompadour. So thus he's going to be the mobster. Yes. Like, hey, we got some Pokemon over here. Mob? No, but it would be. <laughs> it wouldn't be. A, it would be in a, a Japanese. Um... Yakuza mobster, not a Italian oh. mobster. 
Well, that was the joke they made, and that was the joke I went for. Jimmy! Get some so you're going to rip off the shirt and have tattoos on his back? Is that what you're telling me, Chris? It, it, well, the question is, is it, a, is it a salmon or a dragon? You know. <laughs> now you're just making me think of Yakuza all over again, where every every person in that game must have is Velcro a, in no, their shirt. Yakuza, but they're all Pokemons. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that isn't the best series ever. I'd give yeah. it a go. I would totally play a Yakuza themed Pokemon. And it's you know it's open world, so built on the Arceus, and you got to run around. And what the... what are the mini games going to be, Chris? Oh, Sell me on the mini games. On the mini games. Um. Okay. So one is uh um uh it's from Smash Brothers where you have to beat the punching bag and send it four hundred meters in the air. Um. We got. Uh. We have. Oh no, this is hard. Um, <laughs> is there um, going to be a slightly oh, oh, sleazy koi koi? Mini game? We're gonna have koi koi um, because oh, koi we have koi, card game. Yeah. Yep, koi koi. Um, so we can't do regular game. We can't do gambling at all in Pokemon games anymore, right? So gambling's out. Um, RC cars is that a thing? <laughs> Shoot, what are we gonna do? You can't be a taxi driver, so that's no good. Um, Pokemon baseball. Uh, Pokemon Snap itself is a mini game. Yes. There yes. You go. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so that's one. Meowth Cafe. Meowth Cafe. <laughs> you have to go in there and do the, the Pokemon Cafe puzzle game in there. <laughs> I was going to do Puzzle League, but th- that might work. That might make more sense, have better synergy. And the diaper side quest is in there, but it's all Manda Buzzes who looks like it's wearing a diaper. Oh, it's Mouth Cafe, but it's like Diner Dash. So you you have control of a bunch of meowths and you have to like get them um uh, to send up. So you meant a cat cafe, didn't you? Oh, that's different. I meant like diner dash cafe type oh. cafe. And then you're no, like I... you got to order up and do all the cooking. Hmm. For Puff. That, that was also I... a mini game in in Yakuza at one point. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all right, we're on the right track then. No, I meant uh, going around catching meowths and skitties. Just to and get them and add them for, in there. Yeah. For a cat. Cat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this could work. This could work. We can make this happen. Um, and then in the second half of the game, it just turns into um, um, it turns into a uh, Samurai Warriors type game. <laughs> just for no reason. It's a secret. Uh, what's that called? What's that genre? Muso? Yeah, secret Muso. Just the whole time. I can't believe it was a Muso the whole time. <laughs> um, as for our new question of the week, what if we asked, uh, are you okay with being a done done with the game without actually rolling credits? In reference to how you I might be getting I might get getting close to that with Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah. Um because for me not rolling credits drives me crazy. It drives me crazy, and I'll still have I I have done it, and I will have to do it again. I will uh, always feel bad about it. I should go back and finish that, and I have to slap my wrist and say, "No, you've I, moved on." I have because I have finished multiple games that I probably should have bailed on, and like halfway through, um, Dragon Song comes to mind. Star Ocean 4, I sat through every single terrible minute of that. 
Uh, oh God, I'm so sorry. I bailed yeah. on Star Ocean Four. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I don't know. It's just one of those things that I can't. You can't sink good time after bad. You just got to go like, okay, I, I, I just got to have to be okay that I spent 20 hours on this terrible game. I'm not going to spend another 30 just to see credits. Yeah, you know what it is. I, I'm horrible about the sunk cost fallacy. Yeah, and that if if I'm 40 hours in, it's like I might as well just push through, even though I should probably not. And this um, is nope. the whole thing with Anna's five hour rule. This is why yeah. we do this. <sighs> but also, I've had games that I didn't gel well with at the beginning get I loved by the end, like uh, Fire Emblem Echoes. I had trouble getting into, and then I, I kind of set it aside for a while and then booted up, booted it up again several months later and then had a blast with it. So it, it can happen, but you can't, you know, like you can't let the exception create the rule, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and with me, it's a total mood thing, too. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, are, are you okay with rolling, with not rolling credits in a game, or do you have to push through? Um, Leave us a message on on the show thread. On the show thread. Um, I, th- I think we're ready for news. Before we dive too much into the news, I just wanted to bring up. So, uh, how about that chocobo racing? Oh goodness, Kelly! <laughs> I want to give people the deets on that. I just know they they came out with a free to play. Is it free to play? No, it's pay to no, play. No, it's it's fifty dollars, Chris. Oh my god! Yeah, there's a light version so that you can play multiplayer with people, but there's also the fifty dollar version with microtransactions ah! with a premium currency that expires. Why? Why would you do this? And were we talking pre-show about how service games are just yeah, those pre-show. not working? Yeah, yeah. So are they not working? I I think Genshin Impact's working pretty well, isn't it? Square's not doing a good job with them. Oh, outside 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 of Record Keeper. (laughs) Um, I I just I feel like having a Chris Hansen style discussion with Square be like, come on, have a seat. Tell me what (laughs) you were thinking. (laughs) You're gonna go to prison for a long time, but before that, let's hear what hear about it. Like, you know, you had this game, this shelf for a game that, you know, was very good and people enjoyed. And why did you think it was a good idea to make this a microtransaction hell and charge $50 for it? I think hell is you, a You can make it a microtransaction term. hell, just give it away free then. Yeah. Or do what Crash Nitro Kart did, which a lot of people were comparing it to, where, yeah, you could unlock all the stuff eventually, but if you wanted to unlock it quicker, then you had the microtransactions. So what are the microtransactions for? Is it just think, buying carts? or? I think there's a battle pass where you oh. you can unlock cloud, but I don't know the details. Because people were also complaining that the, the you unlock cloud, but the progression was ridiculous. And they, they came out and said that they're going to change it so that, it, that you don't have to level up as much to unlock cloud. Um. I want to know, well, I mean, I know exactly why, the the thought process behind the expiring currency. Yeah, I don't get that. That doesn't make sense. Is this on phones? No, No, just Switch. Switch. 
Why would you expire currency on the switch? I don't. Why are you using different currency? Just use the eShop. Like you don't need a special currency for your game on the switch. What are you doing? Where? How did they get you know, to this? If, if you want to nickel and dime the players that bad, just have DLC, regular DLC for special that's characters. That's work, Kelly. That's work. We don't want the. We don't want. We, we can get the whales this way. Don't you know? Don't you know about the whales? The white That's whale. what we're yeah. after. I I watched a video about how whales can uh pretty much fund an entire game, but it, it's it's scummy and awful. And I I'm curious how if Squeenix is going to react to the, any of this um feedback or if the game's just going to die on the vine, as it should. <laughs> I mean, they haven't been advertising it, right? Like, we barely hear anything about it. Uh, I only have seen it in Squeenix's newsletter and maybe a couple of Twitter ads. Hmm. But um, I, I wanted to bring that up before we got into news. Just because, you know, on, on our PCAST, we love a good shit show. Woo! And this is a, a mega shit show. The mega show. I, I cannot believe that they thought that this was a good idea. Uh, I can't my, believe. My only th- thought behind my head is that, uh, to me, I don't know if Japanese players aren't as upset about this kind of play model as American players. Is my only, the only reasonable explanation I can think of for why they thought this was a good idea. But I could be wrong. Um well, and much better news. Uh, Josh, you're excited about this. Lost Judgment's Kaito Files expansion is launching this month. Yes, There's it is. expansion for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was part of the original announcement. Do they DLC. replace the actors with new ones so they can keep the series going? Well, yeah, that's probably what this is partially about. Kaito oh. is like, he's he's the uh, he's the buddy ca- character in these games. He's about to and get so promoted. He, basically yes it's since they have the trouble with the the main actor in japan i figured this is kind of like testing the waters for maybe keeping judgment going with the the side character instead but it's supposed to be like 10 hours long so it'll be interesting interesting to play through and it's coming out uh to do march 28th yep for uh 30 euro yeah i don't know what that is in american i I think about 40 40 bucks. bucks I think it's 30 bucks a year, oh. too. Okay. Or it's part of the uh, season pass if you already bought that. But yeah, you could play as the partner character, and he looks really cool. He is. He's he's like the best character in the games. <laughs> Though, in the screenshot, because he's holding a cigarette in the story, that looks like he's flipping me off. <laughs> nice. But yeah, that's, that sounds like a lot of fun. Are you going to play that, Josh? Totally. Cool. Um, probably when you finish up Forbidden West. Oh geez, don't don't remind me. <laughs> I got so far to go with that game. <laughs> Triangle um, strategy's not helping me get through it. Well, I mean, you are playing the better of the two, from what I've heard. Yeah, probably. Um, so we've got a spinoff for the Earthlock game, which is kind of interesting. So, Ikone Island, they've announced, which is the Earthlock characters, but um. Inspired by Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley, where you're put on a deserted island and are gathering resources. Should I know and... what Earthlock is? It, 
and a five-hour ruled it. It was a, kind of a traditional turn-based RPG. Yeah, so JRPG-inspired kind of... is one of those, like, uh, JRPG-inspired games that was done by, like, a, a small Western indie group. Mm-hmm. Um, was kind of an indie darling. It was recommended to me. I, I picked it up for a song, and I have not gotten to it yet because um, time. So now and... it's got an Animal Crossing spinoff. Yeah, yeah, and apparently they're also working on an Earthlock too. Uh, but this is the tide people over in the meantime. And the the I watched the trailer and the art style looks very cute. Um, it's in development for PC and consoles, but no release window has been given. So we had we had a Sony Direct this week. Um, I'm sorry, a Sony State of Play. That yeah, was kind of I've heard not good things about that Sony Direct. Yeah. Really. Um, 20 minutes long. A little disappointing. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Um, It was pretty good for RP gamers, though. Yeah. So, uh, is Returnal considered an RPG? Because I know they announced. uh, Oh. No, I don't know. It's a popular. I mean, it's roguelike in. in, in, I don't know if it's RPG mechanics. It is roguelike in in setup. Because I thought of you, Chris, because they announced a co op mode for Returnal. Why'd you think of me? I thought you had played Returnal. Not Returnal. Oh, no. I'm thinking of the other one. Yeah. The Diablo one. Yeah. Ne- never mind. Different game. Never mind. Uh, Returnal is something I heard really good things about when it like first came out. And so I feel like I should check it out at some point, but have not, not gotten around to it. Right. What was the one that you was playing on Extra Life? Um, the, mm, the other one that we had a story about last week, uh, coming to other platforms. Not, not Control, but something else. Mortal Coil? What, what, no. what game are you talking about? Because there's one in my head that I think is the one you're thinking of, but that might not be it. It's, uh, <sighs> let's see, I've got my... You you were playing it instead of Dark Souls for Oh, that's life. a different thing entirely. Oh. Okay. You know what? That, Never mind. Okay. That's that's a that that was um um mm, exercise and futility. No. Um that was the other the the Oh, it's going to give me all the games in alphabetical order. It won't show them to me in relevant. <laughs> Remnant from the Ashes is the one okay. I was playing. Yep. Okay. I don't know why I got those two games confused. And The Ascent is the one I thought you were thinking of, but that's a different uh, game too. Okay. Well, um, so, Sony Direct, lots of announcements, not really a lot, a whole lot to write home about, but Squeenix announced two things. Mm-hmm. First is the Dio, Dio Field Chronicle, um, which is basically their take on Fire Emblem. It, it looks like a gridless Fire Emblem. I thought... Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's another real real time tactical battle combat system. They called it. It's being mostly developed by the company that made, oh geez, um, Lost Dimension on the Vita and PS4. If you remember that game. Yeah. Didn't yep. Anna play that? Anna I think maybe she didn't even finish it. But I, I, if memory serves, that was one that Wheels really liked. Okay. <laughs> I never got around to playing it. It, so, it, it had it had a divisive like people either really liked that game or really didn't is my memory. Does this uh, game have any gameplay footage in this trailer? 
Yes. Yeah, they showed um, lots of battles, and both Josh and I were like, wow, this looks like a gridless fire emblem. Okay. Kind of reminds me of like Growlancer, where it looked like, you know, like combat is taking place in real time, but you can pause and give orders to your characters. Yeah, real time tactical battle combat system is what they're calling it. And, yeah. Um, releasing on all the consoles and just some accolades. So the concept art is by uh, Isamuk Kamikuryoku. Sure. I got that mm-hmm. name. Yeah. Um. He he designed characters for Final Fantasy, twelve and thirteen, and then music is being orchestrated by some Game of Thrones people. Okay. Uh, interesting choice. Yeah. Oh, um, and the and... piece, their chess pieces on the battlefield, or is that just a stylistic thing in the trailer? Okay. Sorry. Oh, this art style is a little um weird it, it's a weird mishmash yeah it's like it's medieval but also modern it looks like Very a mobile strange. game it's got that low budget 3d art yeah it is a tactical rpg they usually don't get the huge budgets hmm. oh All my right, god what are, what are they gonna do if this is also a hidden mobile game <laughs> <gasps> hidden secret mobile game <laughs> I, think, uh... I don't know what to call that uh, garbage. Surprise! You're I think playing something with mi- microtransactions. Surprise! Um, microtransactions. So, yeah, surprise microtransactions. Um, and then, and there's that I did not expect at all. Even though Josh said that there's been multiple copyright filings, um, we've got a new Valkyrie profile game coming out. I thought this happened. Valkyrie Elysium, and uh, pe- people are not pleased that it's apparently going to be an action RPG this time. That, that seemed to be the consensus. Unfortunately, like the the trailers for it look really interesting and looks you know evocative of Valkyrie Profile, but yeah, people did not seem happy that. Well, I mean that's kind of the other thing that Valkyrie Profile is known for is the the battle system where all the different characters are mapped to the different buttons. You got that sort of party interesting party system to it. What makes me wonder is if you'll have the party system, but it'll be kind of like ease. Maybe. So, so are the is this a new Valkyrie this time, or is this a sequel? I don't. I, I think this is a sequel because Lilith shows up later in the trailer. At least I think well, it's. Lineth. So who are we seeing fight in the trailer? Is this Silmeria or is she, this another one? I don't think she's named yet. Okay. Um, the the trailer is very much a teaser. It does not show any details other than the action, combat, and Lenneth. Weird, because usually a Valkyrie profile oh. game is about pressing button mashing to have everybody on your party attack at the same time. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they decided to go in a different direction well, because obviously, a lot of, oh, uh, okay. a lot. Well, no, a lot of recent games have tried that, like the mm. uh, Fallen Legion series, and I think Ender Lilies. They're not Ender Lilies. Exist Which means they archive. paved the way for a good one. Is this? Can I ask you a question? Is this generic action RPG, or is this more Souls-like than it appears at first blush? Because I, I feel honestly, like a Souls-like combat would fit well in the Valkyria story universe. It it could. Mm-hmm. How many Valkyria games have we had? Seventy-five. Valkyrie, no. uh, what three? Three. Yeah, the two action games and the DS strategy game that was awful. 
an, another sunk cost fallacy for me. Um, that's supposed to be Leneth at the end? I'm supposed to know that's Leneth? Okay, whatever. It looks I just can't. like her. Uh, sure. Yeah, that looks like the little sprite that I'm used to from the 2D game on the PlayStation. Okay. Um, you know what? I mean, we'll, we'll, I'll wait and see. You're this... probably right. It's just I, these games about. Anyway. Well, once again, this is like a company making this that, like, no, I'm not sure there's. <laughs> they they don't exactly have a track record here. They made a Naruto spinoff, a Samurai Jack game, Ninjala, Ninjala. Have you heard of Ninjala? I have no, I have not heard of Ninjala. <laughs> Maybe it's really good. This says it's developed by Soleil Limited, not yeah. Ninjala. Oh, no, Ninjala's no, no, that's the, the game? game they made. Oh, yes. No, I definitely no. Mm. Was it that was a Naruto spinoff? No, they they also did a Naruto spinoff. I was just like looking through their the games they've made, and I'm like, I don't know any of these. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, t- time will tell. I it's mean, interesting. The, no, no the one on their the one on their homepage one. at the top is Valkyrie Elysium. So a lot of pride yeah. of these other games. Uh, Vengeance is mine is another one they're working on. It's not out yet. Project Edo, um, Wanted Colon Dead, Ninjala, which looks like Splatoon, but um, yeah, that's got that's going for Splatoon, right? Surely, but with sports, what is this? It came out in 2020. It was done by Gung Ho online. Gung Ho. Oh, all right. Never heard of it. Must yeah, not have I didn't either. That's too bad. Samurai Jack, like you said, Naruto to Boruto in 2018, and it seems like they didn't exist before them. So, yeah. Well, you know, for the most part, Squares had a decent track record because Guardians of the Galaxy surprised me and Stranger Paradise is surprising me. So this could be interesting or we could have Chocobo racing all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, we shall see. I'm excited, but I love the Valkyrie Profile series. So um, t- time will tell if it'll be any good or not. We'll probably get more details. I'm going to tell you now. Well, you know, I've been wrong about some of this stuff lately, so my, I, I don't have a good feeling for it. But I also have a really bad feeling for Stranger in Paradise, and you seem to be enjoying for that. So, yeah. Um, to which, yeah, the the same demo I played is available for everybody because somebody thought I was in early access on Twitter, and it's like, no, I I no, played the demo. The, it's so the apparently, final demo. Yeah. If you, uh, I guess if you pre-order like one of the digital deluxe editions, you get early access or something because there's a countdown. Um, I'm not going to pay extra for the privilege of playing a game a day early, but that's just me. Um, That being said, this demo includes co-op for up to three players. Um, Save data is transferable to the full game next week, and you have three missions to play through. Um, How long is the... The game comes out next week on March 18th, and I don't see anything about how long the demo is supposed to last because it said that yeah, this demo is a limited time demo. Well, yeah. So. Oh, I mean, if it's out in March 18th, it'll probably go right up to it, right? Yeah. So try, try the game. See how you like it. You might be surprised at how much fun the combat is. Um, just don't expect a whole lot for the story. And that's that. Um, we've got a surprise update for the Chrono Trigger PC and mobile versions. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, being, 
includes support for the 21.9 display ratio and control improvements, as well as a 1.5 battle speed option and increasing the number of save slots to 20. Does it fix any of the things that people have been complaining about? What were the things people were complaining about? I don't about? know, like the, the font and the overlay and stuff and how it looks like mobile garbage. Uh, Well, it is mobile, so probably uh, not. Well, there's a Steam version. That's not mobile. That's I, I was sort of hoping that this would get the Pixel remaster treatment, but I guess not. Well, they're not going to patch it into a Pixel remaster. <laughs> like... No, but... They completely redid all those other Final Fantasy games from scratch, so... I'm watching the trailer. The graphics don't look that bad. Uh, No, they look very much just Chrono Trigger scaled Uh up to your screen, so that's fine. And they had a widescreen monitor support, it looked like, so that's good. All the save slots are fine. Uh, Probably not what I was caring most about. Um, One and a half battle speeds, nice. Always nice. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got a, the season pass detail for Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Um, There's a bunch of stuff coming. Yeah, the Butt Stallion cosmetic pack. Oh, boy. Um, great players access to more content drops. Um, a new dungeon, a new boss encounter. And then each of these new boss encounters, like every week after they launch, they're going to get harder and harder so you can do them over and over again until they reach their final form. What if you don't do them the first week? Are you just screwed? Uh, I don't know. Be able to finish them? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) So, yeah, if if you want more tiny Tina's Wonderlands in your life, it's not even out yet, is it? No. No. Into March. March 25th is when it comes out. The The DLC starts coming out April 21st. Yeah. Uh, and then um, we've got Merge Games going to publish the farming sim called Sunnyside. Um, farming the, sim, social sim. It, it looks like a Harvest Moon, only it's got, you know, modern style graphics instead of like the sprite style st- stuff. Yeah. Is that a good thing or a bad thing, Kelly? I, I honestly don't know. I'm not really digging this art style. Uh-oh. Um, well, obviously looks, no, then. <laughs> it looks a little bit more Sims, anime Sims than Harvest Moon, but I don't know. It could drive with somebody. I'm going to watch for the PC, PS4, PS5, and Xbox Series X and Switch later. So you guys can go check that out. Um, in news that will probably make uh, JC Servant happy, um, the Dungeons & Dragons Gold Box collections are heading to Steam. So it'll be easy to play on that Steam deck that you can't get. Yeah. The, the Steam deck that I now desperately want, hearing that it's a very good PlayStation 2 emulator. So is your <laughs> PC. So, like, do you really need that? No, but I want. Okay. I, I, right. want, I want to be able to play... Uh, some PlayStation 2 games in bed. Right. You know, I could play the Kingdom Hearts games in bed since apparently the Switch versions suck. You could also play better versions of it on your PS5. That's true. But um, Dungeons & Dragons Gold Box, I had these when I was a kid, and they were way over my head. Um, They, they were the Commodore versions. So mm. we've got the Forgotten Realms Archives, Volume 1 and 2, and then... Oh, I'm sorry, and, and 3... 
the Cairn series, the Dark Sun series, the Ravenloft series, the Indie Stronghold, um, Al Kadim, the Genie's all, Curse. These are all on GOG.com already. Right. So this is just now they're on Steam. A dedicated launcher on Steam with them all. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You've been waiting for old DOS games that I guess hold up? Question mark? <laughs> As well as old DOS games do. So we we need to have make uh, JC a um, gold box RPG wheel, kind of like for Scar. <laughs> but it's it, so he has to switch to the gold box or to one of the D and D games. Or would that even work? Probably not. Um, we've got uh, Battle Brothers Free of Flesh and Faith DLC released. I've never even heard of the base game. I probably should have moved this down. The briefs are called this. <laughs> yep. Bale Brothers, DLC for it. Flesh and Flay. Faith and Flay. Yeah. and Flay. Yeah. And flay. But flay. we're kind of winding down the news anyway, because our last story, Soul Hackers 2 gets English screenshots. Oh, for frick's sake. Oh, okay. <laughs> the news is done. <laughs> no, it's um, not, actually. No, yeah. no. One more thing. <laughs> One more it's thing. bummer news. So, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp has been delayed because of war, oh, and I yeah, guess Nintendo yeah. Yeah. doesn't want it, to release a war game when a war actual war is going on. And it is delayed indefinitely. There is no no new time. I heard some sites were even, like, canceling pre-orders, because there's just no no date anytime in the near future. And it's kind of the second time this has happened to Advance Wars, because I... I Saw that brought that back up that the original game launched the day before 9/11. Oh, September 10th, 2001. That's that's bad timing. <laughs> yeah. So so the poor series has some bad, <laughs> some unfortunate timing that it's out of its control. I, I feel bad because I know a lot of people were looking forward to that game, but good, good on Nintendo for you know not being tone deaf. So yeah. Um, I guess we'll find out when that comes out. And yeah, that's all the news. Now we've we've got new release dates. Uh, we've got Royal Frontier launching next week, which is a neat little turn-based roguelike rogue RPG that looks kind of cute. We've got Gotham Knights coming out in October. Um, Open-world superhero action RPG where you can play as uh, Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, or Robin. As you face the machinations of the Court of Owls, that's coming out on October 25th. How's that going to work? I don't know. Hmm. Um, We've got the Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire DLC Switch release has been scrapped. (laughs) Its release date is never. (laughs) Yep. Um, This was the sequel to the first Pillars of Eternity. Yeah, this was where they were working on the a switch port of it, and they just couldn't get it to work and just gave up. Yeah, it's not a cancel the DLC. That's the whole sequel. Yeah, oh, just just the switch version. I think it's already out on. Oh yeah, I played well, I PC played and it. it's really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess save it for your Steam. Due deck. to hardware limitations. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dolmen is releasing in May. This is a sci-fi action RPG coming out yeah. on May twentieth. Is it? I don't know. Like it, it's got the bland sci-fi looking guys, but then it's got like a mage that you're. I don't know. This is a very bland looking game. 
Yeah. Um, this guy is six complete is coming in June for the PC and PS5, PS4 and 5, um, including all the game's character and cosmetic DLC. So the game can play itself on your PC and PlayStations. Woo! Um, we've got hundred nine dollar limited edition you can get too for hundred ten dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got the Curious Expedition too coming to PS4 and Xbox One next week. This is a uh, roguelike about the 19th century. It's With dinosaurs. Bit. Yeah. Um, it's kind of interesting. We've got Forsaken pushed to October. Um, this, this, wow, this was set to launch in May, so that's quite a delay. Forspoken, not Forsaken. Oh, I'm sorry. Forspoken. My bad. That was the, Yeah, this um, is the Square Enix Isekai one, right? Yeah. Wasn't this one also looking Dark Soulsy, or was this just we don't know, we didn't know. I, I had no idea what to think about that game. This is like modern lady shows up in Magic World and now has powers and yeah, okay. Narrative driven adventure is the the tagline. All right. We've got Sin Chronicle so that means heading more like to Tomb Raider. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Sin Chronicle. Sin Chronicle. Um, uh, in Japan, it's an iOS, or iOS and Android game with in-app transactions. Hey, uh, look! It has graphics that rival that of the uh, Square Enix Tactical RPG that was just announced. <laughs> fair, harsh but fair. And the font looks very Chrono Trigger, or the main, the main logo. Mm. So. Um, I guess you could be interested in that if you have a Japanese iPhone account. I don't know. That's easy um, to get. We've got a physical release announced for Ender Lilies. Oh. This was the Vanillaware like Metroidvania. Hmm. And Limited Runs is publishing this physical release, including a collector's edition that has the physical game soundtrack, reversible poster, and <gasps> a damn pin. Oh, boy. Woohoo! Um, Which one's Ender Lilies? Uh, it looks like a Vanillaware game, but it's a Metroidvania. Is that out already? Yeah. Oh. Um, Gabriel Marclesia had a review of it on our site. I don't remember. Okay, cool. And the uh, pre-orders are going on right now on Limited Run site, so you can go to their site if you want to check that out. We've got... Uh, Content update revealed for Lost Ark for March. Uh, it's going to have some new raids, uh, a whole bunch of new uh, quests and cinematic events. So you can look forward to that. Oh, is this then, the, No, no, don't. Don't look forward to Lost Ark content. Are you kidding me? I, I thought that... Uh, Jason oh, wait. No, this one. is the good one. This is the good one. This I'm sorry. One. It said Amazon Games, and my mind immediately went to New World. I'm so sorry. Okay. It's confusing because they have the good one and then the bad one. Yeah. Okay. Lost Ark's the good one. All right. We're cool with Lost Ark. All right. Good. Look forward to that. <laughs> so help me out again. Lost Ark is Ooh. the good one. Yeah. Yeah. That's New the World is the one. bad yeah. one. New yeah. World was, is bad. Was New World the one that was like breaking people's yes. PCs? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kelly, just recently they had a bug where if you dragged a stack of items onto another stack of items, it was duplicate those items. So that sounds like the economy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, King Arthur and Art's Tale, full uh, uh, Knight's Tale, uh, full release has been pushed to April. 
I think we had talked about this before about some kink. There's like so many Keith Arthur games coming out. But th- it, this one, you're playing Sir Modred. I can't keep up with them all. I need, like, I need a website devoted to, here's the King Ar- the Arthurian Tales games of the moment. Tales you know, of I Arthur. Just... That should be Namco's next RPG, Tales of Arthur. You know, I discovered a website this week that tracks whether or not Batman's parents die in a movie. <laughs> it's important because, think... <laughs> you know, like I need to know that before I go in. I, I was surprised how few of the movies really cover that. I was surprised too, but I'm also surprised that they don't go like full hog into, you know, which episodes of the TV series cover that or which uh, the animated. Yeah, this site needs to really expand. You got to have, okay, which movies cover Robin's parents dying? (laughs) Which movies cover. (laughs) Which shows, yeah, which TV shows refer to his parents dying? Which series? Yeah, I think you should go all the way if you're going to go do this. I believe it was a riff on doesthedogdie.com. Yeah, of course. But um, it's still still hilarious. Interesting joke. Great way to park a domain name. Um, do Batman's parents die? Hey, is that Batman movie any good? Did you see it? I enjoyed it, but man, they could cut an hour out of it and still have the coherent story. Okay. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, it, it did like literally felt like the last hour of the movie was tacked on. Eesh. But um, it's it's a good movie. Robert Pattinson is a good Batman. Um, the funniest meme I saw was a marquee that, of a movie theater that said Robert Pattinson is the worst vampire. Took him fourteen years to turn into a bat. Does <laughs> <laughs> um, he sparkle? No, but no. he is very emo. Okay. Uh, and has a lot of gratuitous shirt scenes. <laughs> Vaughn says he wouldn't want to watch it twice. You did watch it twice, yes, Vaughn. That's, <laughs> that's the joke. The joke, yeah. <laughs> Why did he watch it twice? Because he wanted to have a date night with me, yeah. but his mom also wanted to see the movie. Why and... did you all go to? Oh, okay, never mind. Nope. I'm, because... not, I'm not going down this road. Because <laughs> see, you know this. Road, I know Chris. this story. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Okay, should we cover new releases? Can I go through yes. these? Yeah, all right. We got Anno... Oh, boy. Mutati... Mut... Mutationum. Is that like an Anno game, but it's like not set in a year? I don't know. Yeah, like it's... this I'm is an RPG. Not a stra- aren't they all strategy games? Yeah, like Anno Mutationum. This is a not related to the Anno series at all. This is totally different. It's an action adventure game with RPG elements set in a cyberpunk world. Um, okay, check that out. It looks cool. See if you like it. Uh, I don't know if it's, it is good or not, but uh, that looks interesting. Black Geyser, Couriers of Darkness. Curious Exposition 2, I think we talked about. Dark Deity for the Switch. Royal Frontier, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series X, and Switch. Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin, and The Cruel King and the Great Hero. Is that like the sequel to the Lion Prince one? Yeah, it is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not really story connected, but. I'm, I'm honestly not sure. But yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah, you play a, a lady with a pot on her head going out and slaying monsters. There you go. Anna's probably going to play this. Anna, you going to play this Cruel King and the Great Hero when it goes on sale? 
Oh, look, you hug a dragon at some point. Cool. Hug more dragons. So you did you did tell me that hugging the lady in uh, Elden Ring gives you a debuff. Oh, but they're friends. You can't defeat the your friend. Oh, this is gonna be another sad ending. <laughs> the first one I think had a sad ending. I don't. No, I don't want. To. All right. <sighs> what else we got? Editorials. Yes. All right. So we've got a cloudpunk review from Pascal Takaya. Ooh, is that he... any good? He gave it a three out of five. Oh. Just average. Um, Probably don't that, play it on Switch. Oh. Said that as a compelling. Switch? Has a compelling narrative and nothing but and a strong cast of well voiced characters, but gameplay? What gameplay? And yeah, the Switch port suffers, suffers from wow. severe. The Switch severe port looks graphics. like out of this world on the SNES. Good job, guys. Yeah, poor, poor Pascal. And then from Michael Baker, we got a Nino Kuni 2 Rivenant Kingdom Princess Edition review. I think this is the Switch port of the mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Nino Kuni so. 2. Yeah. Uh, give it a 4 out of 5. It says that it's beautiful and has fun combat and a charming narrative, but uh, it gets repetitive and has a lack of depth in the bestiary and could use more cross-dimensional interconnections. So, yeah, I, I think on RPG Backtrack, we determined that the Nino Kuni games are like first one, great story, terrible gameplay. Second one, terrible story, but great gameplay. Is that how that works? Yeah. So, so would I like the second one? Because I didn't like the first one because the gameplay really drove me nuts. Um, <laughs> hmm. How much do you like town building? Uh, I I could get down for town building. Yeah, I mean, I I have to disagree a bit with um with Michael Baker here because the town building is the good part of this game, and yeah, the rest of the combat is uh, leaves something to be desired, and the storytelling ultimately does not match up to the first game. So yeah, I I don't know. (laughs) You know what? Maybe I need to Nino Cooney fairy you if I see that (laughs) one for cheese. Since uh, you soccer award ferried me. I am known as the Sacro Wars fairy. But we but even though we already had a backtrack on that, so that's why you got me that. But um yeah. Alright, so why is somebody putting up a review of Persona 4 Arena Ultimax? It's not a review, it's an adventure corner. Oh, I see. That's why. Yeah, because t- technically Persona 4 Ultramax is a uh adventure game but with a fighting game in it Stuck yeah in it's it. it's way more adventure game than fighting <laughs> by adventure you, you mean um text novel yeah. yeah yeah like 50 hours or something if memory <laughs> serves it was huge there's tons and tons of story well, this has got both of them in there oh my gosh yeah because yeah, when when i'm playing a non-rpg spinoff of a main series i really don't want the story i just want whatever that gimmick is of the main series um, so I didn't jive well with this game at all. All I wanted to do was beat up people. Oh, okay. Um, same with the dancing spinoffs. I didn't care a crap about the story in either of those dancing spinoffs. Is the story any good dance. in the fighting game is my question. Like, I get that it's long and lengthy and chunky and beefy or whatever, but, like, is it good? Um, I'm not sure. You, I, did your wife play it? No. 
okay. I don't know. I, my, I guess my, my memory was it was eh. I played the first yeah. one. It was it was all right. Yeah. That that was when I was still like desperate for more Persona stuff, and now I'm kind of like saturated in Persona stuff, so I'm less interested. It sounds yeah. like Strikers is the right way to follow up a Persona game with a non-Persona game. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got there eventually. All right. So with all those announcements of what's coming out, I have to ask you, what are you going to play this week, Kelly? Um, Stranger Paradise when it comes out, mm-hmm. though I think that comes out on Friday. You're not going to finish Triangle Strategy first? Uh, it depends. Should I take a week off of work and do nothing but that? <laughs> Um, probably not. Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna be, I I'm committed to Triangle Strategy, and I'm probably gonna play that before I boot up Stranger of Paradise. But I also have a month to at least try to play Soccer Wars because we're doing a backtrack on it. Oh right. So. <laughs> and now blackmail you into playing it. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you got it for me. I I feel koi obligated. Koi. <laughs> koi koi. I'm evil. Evil. Um, no, I'm glad you bought it for me when you did, because like I said last night, the costume DLC expires next month. <laughs> Sometimes or- those things that expire don't actually under ever expire. That's the weird thing. Yeah, about I never DLC know. Codes. They never. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't know. They might expire, but sometimes they don't. It's like, what? What? Why do we have the dates on them then? <laughs> well, probably, probably just as a guarantee in case we get rid of it, we only guarantee it works for yeah. a year or two years. Yeah. Like, you know, like, hey, the store might shut down, you know. Like like Nintendo, but we're guaranteeing they'll work for a year. So yeah, um, short answer: Triangle Strategy. Yeah, same for me. More Triangle Strategy. All right, and then um, the uh, for me, it's going to be more Elden Ring because I want to try and get through it, and then start streaming Final Fantasy VI on the channel. I think <laughs> that would be fun, and people have asked me to. So yeah, I I kind of pulled it off on on final fantasy for just a little bit um not that i wasn't enjoying the game but once triangle strategy came out i just got inundated with that yeah, yeah that, that's your portable game right now yeah um no actually my portable game right now is uh pictologica but i'm almost ah. done with, i'm almost done with all the puzzles and that um, I haven't been wanting to play Triangle Strategy Portable because I really want to pay attention to the cutscenes. Mm. So. so there we um, go. That's a show is what it sounds like. So do yeah, we have a new to, question of the week? Yeah, yes. Um, are you do you have to beat games or are you okay, okay walking away? Okay. If you want to submit that question of the week answer, it is submitted through the website, rpgamer.com. Go find the, the podcast section, find the show, leave it right in the comments of the show. Um, if you would like to help us out with the show, give us a review. Five stars. It's only stars that matters. Um, and uh, yeah, if you'd like to catch the show live when we record, twitch.tv slash rpgamer is where we do that every week at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. I want to thank you all for joining us. We'll be back here next week, except Kelly, apparently. Um, no, I think it's the week. Wait, let me see. Let me look at the calendar. I think it's the week after that. Oh. Yeah, the twenty sixth. I'll be gone because um, we're doing a work thing. Well, there you go. Yeah. But um, yeah, I know nineteenth. I'll be back. Um, probably with more triangle strategy because it's. God, this year is going to be so packed with games. It looks like it's going to be a good one, doesn't it? 
Mm-hmm. Too much stuff is coming out because I think at the end of the month it I've could also stop got... now and I would feel satisfied. <laughs> um, at the end of the month, I've also got Rune Factory Five that I really want to get into. There's just so much packed into this first quarter; it's crazy. Probably right. because the past two years have been such a drought because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, good for us, I guess. Lots of lots of new interesting stuff to play. So yeah, I that's a show. That's a show. I want to thank everybody for being here. We'll see you next week. Until then, goodbye everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>